Hi, and welcome back to another episode of this podcast. I'm Yanis, one of your hosts, and today we will have a very special guest, Patrick Cameron. I hope I said that right. And he was one of the first people to actually show me and my family and my mom, of course, as a former banker, what Bitcoin truly means and what crypto also means. And enjoy the show and have fun. Hi and welcome back to another episode of Nomad Podcast. I'm Yanis, one of your hosts, and today I have Patrick Gelman. Did I say that right? Okay. Yeah. Um, with me, which is just going to tell us something about him, of course. So let's start with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hello, my name is Patrick, <laughs> as I already stated. Um, I'm um, in uh, crypto, mainly Bitcoin, since um, the middle of 2016. And that was the time when one of my colleagues uh, in the work asked me about Ethereum and Bitcoin, how he can move money around without using banks, <laughs> because he did some uh, shady gray zone business and um, the banks were not uh, amused about that and he needed alternatives, but he was not the guy who was technical in, in, in this stuff and uh, me, me neither, but he trusted me to know how to do it. And then I started to dig in uh, in this crypto world a little bit deeper. And then I started to understand what it is, what is behind all this. And that's uh, when I had the aha uh, effect, the moment where the, the eye opener. And then I started to going in, in this rabbit hole. And since then, I'm, I'm more or less in crypto. Okay. Um, was it hard at the time when you did that or like? explaining it to people because mostly when i do that people are like oh it's a bounty scheme bitcoin is like uh i don't know something mad you cannot trust it because you don't know what yeah, or who yeah, is behind yeah. it uh, was that hard to do uh, well the, the question is uh, what you mean by hard is it is it technically hard oh yes it is very hard it was very hard at this time uh, mentally, it's even harder because that is also something people don't understand. If you invest, generally, it doesn't, doesn't have to be a new technology, something else. Investing, you can lose money and you will lose money. You have to learn that you lose money and that is the part of the game. And that's the point where most people then stop. They do it perhaps once, they lose and they never do it again and they only trust the fiat system. And um, perhaps I, I have to go a little bit um, back in time. And it was 2011 when I first uh, heard about Bitcoin. And um, as an IT specialist at this time, I, I thought to myself, okay, I mean, hello, computer, you just can multiply everything. You can copy uh, as many times as you want. You can produce infinite Bitcoin. What, what, what should that all about? Because uh, I, can just, I can just sell you one Bitcoin and I, I make thousands more. Mm -hmm. So I didn't understand, even if I was uh, in the IT and I should understand, because I did not inform myself. And this is the other problem that people don't inform themselves they don't go down the rabbit hole because it's uh, it needs a lot of time especially you ask was it hard mm -hmm. and it was extremely hard i mean you have to have an it background more or less uh, then you you needed to have that there was nobody out there who really um teached you about uh, or taught you about what is bitcoin how it works and then we have another problem you have to understand our financial system first mm -hmm. 
uh, before you even go there and then you also will understand bitcoin and you will understand what it really mean to invest in something like crypto why we need that because most people say what well, it's just uh, a money making yeah. uh, machine and uh, just some people get rich and if you are if you are one of the early mover the first who was in you get the richest and 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 mm -hmm. uh, the later you are going, the, the less is, is your opportunity in this in this game. And uh, that's for people who don't understand our financial system. As I said, if you know our financial system, how it works, the, the whole scheme, uh, then you will understand crypto and then you will um, pretty, pretty much uh, go and, and invest. I mean, it also starts with um understanding taxes for example i mean i personally believe that taxes are a fraud because there are so many even on groceries when you go to the supermarket there's like a tax on the groceries and then i'm like why do we have taxes on groceries and i think that kind of goes into that or doesn't it you know so yes i mean yes and no yes and no taxes are needed i think when tax was invented it was really for the good for for the people Mm -hmm. And now taxes is more for the politician, more for the people already have mm -hmm. money. And the problem is that you pay taxes not only once, you pay them all, you the, pay time, them yeah. all the time. Everything you do, you pay taxes again. Uh, let's say um, the Erbrecht, I don't know what this is in, uh, in English, yeah, yeah, to, to be honest. But uh, let's, let's say you, your parents uh, uh, die and you get money from them. And then you pay again taxes on top, although your parents already paid the tax for this. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is just something that's theft. And that's the fraud, exactly. That's the fraud. Because taxes yeah. itself are not frauds, but no, no, tax. how they are used. Yeah. That's how the they are used. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, since we are talking about taxes and financial stuff, spot ETF next year. What are, what are your thoughts on that? BlackRock, JP Morgan, yeah, all yeah. that. Um, Yes, I, I know that uh, especially people who invest just to make money, they want to see that the price go up. It is not about what is blockchain, what is the decentralized um, financial system, uh, what is the true value behind something like Bitcoin that you, uh, you can say it's a saving in your lifetime that you that you that you make a saving in the work you put in in something and you can store it in Bitcoin. It is more about uh, the, if the price goes up. And of mm -hmm. course, for that spot, ETF might be uh, pretty much sure would be uh, an accelerator, could even go very crazy uh, mm -hmm. with the price. Um, but of course, for me, that is not what Satoshi Nakamoto wanted. I believe that firmly. It, it is clear and, and of course that's the vision of Satoshi Nakamoto that there is no religion, there are no borders, there is no black, no white, no whatever. Bitcoin everybody can use and is mm -hmm. free. And of course that BlackRock and all these institutions, these, um, these investment companies, they also can invest in Bitcoin. That is for sure. But for me that is uh, how they do it is for me against the vision of uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, which by the way, I believe it was a group and not a single person. Yeah, me as well. Yeah. I, I don't believe it was just yeah. one person. And I don't, also don't care who it was. So Yeah, yeah. that's also the good matter. thing. Because that yeah. person or that group yeah. is not, yeah. you can't corrupt them. So, yeah. um, Okay. Uh, 
as a guy who understands Bitcoin and finance, how was it for you to, when you first saw the opportunity to invest into Bitcoin, how was that? How, what, what did you feel? Did you feel, hmm, it's just something, um, that might be there and then gone? Or did you know that it was something that is going to be there forever and that generations can build onto that? You just said that I understand Bitcoin. I know there are people in this field, they say, I don't understand Bitcoin mm -hmm. because I have, I also invest in other cryptos. So, um, but that's something else. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, um, for me, as I said, at, at the beginning 2011, I saw it, I, I was not going deep into the rabbit hole. I didn't understand really what is decentralization, what is blockchain, how this is with this mining, um, uh, proof of work and that all. And then when I started to, to um, see how it works, then I was, I was more than 100% sure that this is the future. Was like, because, yeah, because I mean, okay, you really cannot replicate, you cannot copy, you cannot produce infinite uh, coins. It is really working and it's, uh, it's global and you, you don't have to trust. And that's the paradigm shift that people don't understand because our life, everything is based on trust. You have to trust your partner. You have to trust the banks. You have to trust the government. You have to trust the car makers that they don't yeah. do something. You have an accident, you die. I mean, it's all based on trust. And then we have a new technology and we talk about trustless. What? We don't trust. We don't need to trust. Mm -hmm. For the most people, that is uh, it's not working. You are, uh, I don't know, you come from another planet or something. And that is the big invention there that you don't have to trust. Okay. And, and how this works, most people don't understand. And when they start beginning to, to see that, they also are that blow their minds that they really say, hey, that is really an alternative to the, to the, yeah, to the establishment, to the financial system yeah. we have today. And that's the point. We need an alternative. That is, yeah. uh, But also there, when you, when you say I'm against the establishment, they always assume that Bitcoin is for, um, you know, for changing the whole system. But when I tell my friends about Bitcoin, they are like, oh, come on, just stop it because you want to get rid of the banks. I'm like, no, I don't want to get rid of the banks. I'm just saying I want the world to accept Bitcoin mm. because Bitcoin can bring us freedom, especially me as mm. part of the younger generation. Um, and that's always quite interesting because then, uh, as I said, you want to get rid of the banks. I'm like, no, I don't want that. And what you just said, that's that's like the one number one thing I have, mm -hmm. like with people when I talk about Bitcoin. So also, um, yeah, which brings me to another question. Um, politically bitcoin i believe it should be neutral what are your thoughts on that should it be neutral should it be for everyone truly yeah absolutely that's the only thing uh, how it works and it should nobody in this world have the power over it and um i know i know that is also something i criticize about the spot etf but it is still quite hard to manage your own keys so that you are the owner, only you are the owner of your Bitcoin, crypto, whatever. Um, so the ETF will work because institutions will come in. They don't know. They, they Perhaps they know, but they cannot legally even um, hold their own Bitcoins. And um, the problem is, problem is that um, 
through this ETF, it could get some kind of centralization because then let's say when we look who is the custodian for all these ETFs, mm. uh, more or less only Coinbase, that is a central entity, centralized. And um, then I get always the argument, yeah, but you cannot centralize the network. If, if they do it like that, we just do a fork. But the problem is then, what is then the real Bitcoin? Mm -hmm. And there's another problem of the ETF. There is clearly in the documents that BlackRock or all the others decide what is the um, true Bitcoin after a, a hard fork, for example. Mm -hmm. And yes, it is for everyone. So it is also for BlackRock, also for Coinbase, for you and me, mm -hmm. uh, that is for sure. But that is, we go back to the people. If the people trust this ETF and go in in masses and the prices shoot up, um, then I, I say everybody has a price. Even the hardcore hodler will at some point sell. And where we have to go is we don't need to sell anymore mm -hmm. because sell means we convert our crypto in fiat. Mm -hmm. And that's where we don't want to go. Then it's not an alternative anymore. Yeah. It's not an alternative anymore that's the problem only if we pay everything with crypto bitcoin uh, our house our car our mortgage our our um, uh, whatever food, we have yeah. food whatever then we are truly there mm -hmm. and i think then it starts working yeah which also um it brings me back to this like how to teach especially children what bitcoin is i i mean people our phones when there are certain games where you can earn Bitcoin through 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 gaming, you know, mm -hmm. sats and I'm like, that's a perfect start, yes. especially also teach yeah. children. Um, but yeah, that's like a other topic. Um, so one more question, I think it's going to be the last, I hope. <laughs> um, when you I remember this perfectly in my head, when you rent, went to our house in Berlin, Switzerland, and you explained the block chain technology to my mom you use toilet paper mm. and i always wanted to ask that why did you use toilet paper what was your thoughts behind it well first of all it was not my idea it was a, it was a guy who explained it i think he, he even did it in a jungle i thought what is this guy doing there he has a, he is some some kind in i, I guess he was in costa rica mm -hmm. and uh, he had a house there built he was quite a crazy guy as so, a and then uh, he, he had there a toilet paper and he started to explain blo blockchain. And for me, that was the absolute best, simplest explanation ever. And that's when I also used that. Also, it's not credit to me, it's credit to the guy. I don't even know his name anymore. But that was so simple and so easy. And really, everybody understands when you do it with the toilet paper. That you have a beginning, the Genesis block. Mm -hmm. And you just have to imagine that the, the toilet paper has no end. Mm -hmm. As long as the network is running, there is no end of the toilet. But we have a beginning. That was the Genesis block who Satoshi Nakamoto mined. Okay. So, um, I hope you're going to like this question. <laughs> Madame Christine Lacarte, the head of the European Central Bank or whatever it's called. Thoughts on her? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what can I say? I mean, that is, uh, I would not say it's our enemy. Absolutely not. She has just the job she does. And um, 
yeah i mean i always thought that the people who does criminal activities are behind bars uh, but i think uh, it depends which size uh, you do it if you if you if you steal thousand dollars euros whatever then you get in big trouble mm -hmm. uh, but perhaps if you if you launder hundreds of millions then that is a very good thing and you get a better job i don't know it so, looks like so that. people's moral of the story do do it like like the big yeah, guys. if you do something shady you have to do it with proper money yeah so yeah so in um, the billions or more uh, everything else is not <laughs> not worth it not worth it um yeah. okay well i want to thank you patrick for being our second guest of the second welcome. episode of our show and i want to thank you the viewers for of course watching and listening to our podcast and make sure to check out patrick's youtube right you have a youtube channel yeah, if that's yeah, correct yeah. Um, and make sure to check out this episode in the German version we recorded. And I hope you have a great day and a great time. So see you soon. And thank you for listening and watching. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye.